Hey, in case you're not aware, we've converted our podcast studio here to a living room. And on Sunday mornings, we're live streaming our services during all of this. We're calling it Church in the Living Room. So from our living room to yours, we hope you're able to join us on Sunday mornings at 1015. Again, we'll be live streaming worship and teaching here from our living room. And this past Sunday here was our first Sunday of Church in the Living Room. And for that, we had the first ever live edition of the Grace Life Fellowship podcast. We had Conversations in Grace with Jesse, talking to pastors Tim and Frank, and Jay, our youth pastor. So it was a really great conversation, and we want to share that with you here on the podcast today. We'll be back again this Friday also with our standard time slot for Conversations in Grace. And again, next Sunday, Church in the Living Room, 1015. We hope you'll join us, and we hope you enjoy this conversation here. Here's Jesse. Welcome, everybody. We are so excited to be able to do this live and also to, uh, to have everyone out there join us. Uh, it's going to be a little different than Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. We're, um, we're going to discuss some things about fear, anxiety, some of the things that we f- we're feeling, you're feeling. Um, of course, this is a—I've never been through anything like this before, you know, in my life. So just the isolation and you can't go places. And when you do go places, you're in fear of catching something. And maybe even, even if you're not in fear of that, you're in fear of maybe giving it to somebody else if you mm-hmm. do catch it. Mm-hmm. Wait, I got the wrong memo. I thought we were talking about Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, this is a big, uh, just Absolutely. a big, you know. I think, I think we... It's not um, in the rear view yet. No, you know, our emotions are at level 10 for yeah. many people. And we have... Um, We've been hit with stuff, and every day the news is different, and every day we're scrambling to figure mm-hmm. out what's going on. And mm-hmm. and I think, mm-hmm. like, um, most of the time, it's causing us to draw our attention and our focus to God. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> you know, what what is what is He up to, and, and how is how is He going to bring good from this? And, mm-hmm. and we're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing a lot of that, but it's hard to stay focused on that sometimes when the emotions are trying to— drive the ship and yeah. and so it's it's really important to deal with real human emotions fear and anxiety and worry right. and mm-hmm. and know that God is okay as we feel those things mm-hmm. um, but he's still our anchor mm-hmm. yeah so it, it is it is a trying time mm-hmm. um, and so it's good to be here with you guys though yeah, yeah. He, he knew about this and he has a plan mm-hmm. yeah and that's something for us to focus on he's our hope our anchor mm-hmm. in times where we're maybe feeling isolated um, you know, I'm lucky to have a family living in my house, so mm-hmm. I have children. Mm-hmm. I'm playing with my kids. I'm uh, enjoying time with my wife. But there are people out there who are isolated, and yeah. um, hopefully we can bring them some hope and some joy. Yeah. I think it's a great opportunity that we have to speak into this today, Jesse. You know, every obstacle can become an opportunity because of the truth of Father's Word and the Holy Spirit and fear. You know, I don't know that this is incredible to ponder, but, you know, 8 billion people are afraid. Mm. Yeah. And fear is is a sad thing. We hate for people to go through it. But, you know, in the, in the old book, it says fear of the Lord, fear is the beginning of wisdom. And so um, people's thoughts turn how I can get out of this, how I can make it through this. Mm. And so I think in a time like this, people are thinking about God in a way like they never do normally in their lives. And so we have an incredible opportunity this morning to speak to the believer Mm. 
to draw deep into God and maybe find him in a way you never knew him. Allow the fear to accomplish that instead of fighting against it. Uh, let it drive you to let Jesus. It, right. And then because of that, we finding God deeper than we ever knew him, we now have the opportunity to speak to others out there who are asking questions, who can look at us and say, you seem more at peace than right. I do. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then yeah. we can say, because we know the person of peace. So it's a great opportunity this morning to accomplish both those goals, yeah. to speak to the believer and to the unbeliever <laughs> and uh, draw near. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, like in John 4, it talks about how perfect love casts out all fear. Mm -hmm. uh, when we know that we've been loved perfectly, um, when we understand that God is love and that John 4, even in that segment, talks a lot about abiding. Mm -hmm. um, we abide in him. He abides in us and that there is no fear. Um, you know, and that doesn't mean that the circumstances of the world don't do its thing. It's going to continue to do its thing. The world's still going to be the world, but um, I love even later on, it says that way that we overcome the world is through our faith um, and understanding how critical clean to Jesus is, you know, and understanding that we do abide in him. So we are not hopeless yeah. in this time. Yeah. We don't, uh, we have an opportunity to trust the Lord and experience probably joy and peace in a way that we've never have. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean that we neglect and be insensitive to what's going on, um, but that we just have this supernatural understanding that we're okay. Yeah. And that God is good, even if things are bad. Yeah, yeah. It, makes, it makes me consider that the finished work of being totally forgiven, being made righteous, living in a new covenant, an economy of grace, none of these things are diminished mm -hmm. or, or, or done away with because of what we're experiencing in our planet today. In fact, they're all brought to the forefront as a reminder, mm -hmm. hey, our anchor has always been what Jesus does, mm -hmm. what Jesus has done. Our anchor has always been who God is and who we are in Him. It has never been the circumstantial stuff of this world. And while our conveniences are certainly going to whack right now, um, our our peace has not. Mm -hmm. um, and and so, so we realize that peace and and joy and these things aren't first emotions. They are they are states of being in Him. Mm -hmm. He is our peace, and so we're just confronted with this mm -hmm. reality. It's kind of like what you were saying, Jesse. You're kind of being forced to be intentional with your family. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah, it's we're, awful. It's, yeah, it's got to be right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're we're some of the things Kath and I have been talking about in terms of being intentional. Let's take time and slow down. Well, these things are forced upon us now, mm -hmm. and so we see that that even in these kinds of times, while not causing this coronavirus. God can use all things mm -hmm. to accomplish his purposes. And that shows how good he is. You know, we're singing about a good, good father. It shows how good he yeah. is in the midst of bad stuff, you know. And the, so fears, fears often this motivation, this thought, you know, this, Frank, we've talked about it a ton. Um, it, it begins with this question, what if? Mm. It implies it, it implies in the future, well, what if? Well, what if this happens? Or what if? And really underlying in that question is, what if this happens and I'm all alone and God isn't who he says he is? And you see how the, the, the truth of the finished work of Jesus has already answered what we really need in the what if. Mm. So we can turn every what if, which produces fear, into a 
what is or who is. Mm-hmm. And then when we start mm-hmm. to think that way, that's the setting of our mind. We begin actually to even experience the reality and the truth of the fact that we have peace in Jesus Christ, right? Yeah. This is not to be predicated on how we feel. Mm-hmm. While our feelings are okay to have, they, they're not okay when they have us. Right, mm-hmm. right. right? Mm-hmm. So we, we are reminded right now yeah. that, that everything that we hear Sunday to Sunday is true right. in the midst of this. Right. Yeah, it's so very important, Tim, what you just said, that it's the finished work of Christ. We're not running helter-skelter to try to find something we don't already have. Right. Mm. He's been sufficient in the past. I think what this does, it just makes us more aware of his sufficiency yeah. mm-hmm. because uh, we're confronted with something that's dominating our minds sure. that we cannot fix. And one of the things that, you know, you talked about the what if <clears throat> is to go back to the what has. Mm. And, you know, throughout the scripture, we find people of faith in moments of trial mm. reciting in their mind the faithfulness of what God has done no. in the past. Mm. And uh, I think of even 2 Corinthians 4 just popped into my mind um, where it says, we have believed in the past, we continue to believe now. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind that, he's, he proved himself in the past. Right. He'll prove himself today. Yeah. Right. And that's, we say in the counseling arena, connecting the dots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He parted the Red Sea. He made the sun stand still. Good. He Good. fed the Israelites manna. Mm-hmm. That same God is our God. Amen. And he will walk with us through this valley of death time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an interesting thought. Psalm 23 it's always right at funerals. It's okay to do that. That psalm's about finding God while you're living mm. in the despairing times of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love in that psalm it says, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days mm-hmm. of my life. We think this Christian life is it. our incessant pursuit of God, God but it's, right. it's we're God's following incessant it. we're following pursuit it. of us. As if it's, yeah. el- like it's elusive or exactly. something. Exactly. Right. He, he's got your. He's got you in his sights and he loves you and he he's... He's communicating to us all the time, even through these times, yeah. how good he is right. and how safe we are in him. Right. Yeah, he, he, Jay mentioned uh, John 4, and it's funny, oh, this morning... John 4, yeah. Oh, sorry, 1 John that's 4. That's what well, I meant earlier, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. this morning I woke up at like 3.30. I just couldn't sleep, and I was laying on the couch, and I was <laughs> just thinking about John 11. Mm. And in John 11, well, I was reading it, and, and in John 11 it says uh, that if you believe in me, then you will die, but you will also live. Mm. And I was like, that's such a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. It seems so backwards. Right. But I think in times like this, it's like, yes, death is prevalent. Death is real. It's at our, some, yeah. it's at some people's doorsteps right now. Yeah. Right. And it's, it, it makes you fear. It makes you fear the unknown. Yeah. But for, for scripture to tell us that even though we die, we'll also live. Amen. Now we're talking about living in the here and now heaven on earth and we're experiencing that but it just made me feel like you know god is here god is close Mm -hmm. and i can experience him right now death surrounding me you know i had a good a good friend at work his um his niece got it she got the coronavirus she had bad health problems she went into a coma she exposed her father who also had health problems and they both passed away this week and i think that's a lot of reason why i couldn't sleep because i was just I was thinking about it, and it's just it's so overwhelming to think that you could lose two family members in one week. Right. Um, but to know yeah, the that God, we can draw near to Him. 
You know, the throne of grace is there for us. We can draw near to him in these times and he's there and he's real and he loves us. Mm-hmm. We are his children mm-hmm. and we, we will live. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else catch that? That Jesse's up at 3.30 reading his Bible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did y'all catch that? I love what you said earlier about, I mean, we're talking about what ifs, you know, and I, and I saw this thing um, on Instagram that says, fear says what if, but faith says even if. Yes. Fear says what if, what if this happens, what if that happens, but faith says even if this happens, even if that happens. And I think that's such a, that's, they, they go hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. When we're struggling with, with our faith, mm-hmm. struggling to believe, we start to fear, but the opposite is, is just as true. When we're believing in God and trusting in God, we understand that He's that the work yeah. is finished. That's the living. Right. Yeah, 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 that yeah. is the living here and now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so That's good. Awesome. And, and if we, if we, when we face times like this, because of the feelings, because of the emotions, because we're human, mm-hmm. right? Which is, which is all, by the way, just, just for a comfort level, God factored in all our humanity right. <laughs> when he told us the promises that he told us. Yeah, amen. Like yeah, he, he doesn't good. discount our humanity to tell us that we have joy and peace. Mm-hmm. He includes it. So um, when when stuff like this happens, it's easy to start reading headlines and listening to stuff and, and get into this kind of fatalistic view. And the reality is Romans 5 says that hope does not disappoint, that this hope that we have in Jesus Christ is not a wish that something would change. It is the assurance of what has been done in Jesus Christ because it says that hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. That's an unchangeable fact. Mm-hmm. That has happened. And so when when we see that, that's what produces the hope. Hope is assurance in Scripture. It is yeah. not wishful thinking. It is not, uh, man, I really wish this would happen. But I, I mean, if I walked around saying, you know, I hope I was six feet tall, well, that's wishful thinking and it's not going to happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, right? But that's not the hope of Scripture. The hope of Scripture is the assurance of what is. Right. It's, it's, it's the idea that it's, freezing in winter and I hope spring is coming. Well, what do you know about that kind of hope? It's going to come. It's coming. Yeah. Right? right. So we we know that our hope is fixed and it's assured in Jesus Christ. And so to to know that I don't need to try to re-engineer my feelings and try to change how I'm feeling in this time, I can do what Frank was saying. I can let them actually remind me, be escorts back to the reality and the truth yeah. of our hope and our peace and our joy in this good father. Right. Um, then, then I start to set a new path in terms of my emotions right. without even really trying to fix them. Right. You know, just let them, let them be what they are. Yep. I want to speak into what you just said, Tim, because it's so vital that, that God factored all our humanity, humanness into this. I have little doubt that there's a lot of people out there that are feeling guilty for feeling fear, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that's human. Yeah. I, and I, I think the Lord Jesus provided the classic example. Mm. He came, he came as the God man yielding all of his godness. He didn't change. He's still God, but he chose to function a hundred percent of the time as a man. And when looking at the cross, it scared him. Mm. He, he sweated blood. He said, mm. father, is there any other way yeah. out of this? This doesn't sound good at all, sure. but he chose the will of the father and he said i yield to you and he walked mm-hmm. and you know this is this is classic we find that all over the bible one of the classic ones to me is habakkuk you know looking at the babylonians coming to conquer israel and he said in faith 
this is what you're talking about. I choose to believe what God has said. Mm. Though the fig tree doesn't blossom and there's no fruit on the vine, yet will I trust in thee. But the verse right before it says, there's trembling on my lips and decay in my bones. Mm. So I'm, I'm feeling squirmy, but I know God. Right. Yeah. And so I will take that step of faith one step at a time, feeling squirmy. I'm not going to try right. to change my feelings. Right. I'm going to set my mind. And yes, mm-hmm. and to offer this this comfort and ministry to others. You know, you're mm-hmm. talking about this family that tragically lost two people. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the church, the people of God don't don't come to that situation in, in terms of a party. They come to that situation, mourn with those who mm-hmm. mourn. Like a, yeah. these emotions are real. They're human, mm-hmm. yet they are not deterrence, right? right? They, they can be. They can be debilitating if we let them lead. God designed mm-hmm. emotions to be to be our responses, followers, not to be our mm-hmm. initiators. And so mm-hmm. we see all of, you know, everything you've taught for years, mm-hmm. Frank, is, is coming into full view in terms of, hey, it, we're taking God at his word. Right. You know, and um, he's, he's an invisible God, but with visible, visible attributes and qualities <laughs> in terms of the things that he has accomplished. And it is, it has actually been exciting. And, and I say that in a, in a cautious way. It has been exciting to see um, just the, the, Grace Life, the body of Christ, come together and say, "What can we do? Yeah. How can we help? Right. And and to find new ways to reach out and 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 share and reach out and help. Yeah. Um, it's forced us to be intentional about about what yeah. we are about. And look what God has done here, because I, I I don't think that four or five years ago we would have been able to do this. Yeah, where we could we could join people in their living rooms and be able to, you know have this space to, to, to collaborate and talk about these things. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, there's <clears throat> chaos going on outside, but, and, and you might be feeling it on the inside, but, but we, we're, God is working through the church mm-hmm. to bring goodness, his goodness to his people in a time when it is chaotic. Yeah. And I like what you said about, um, what can we do? You know, Grace Life is, we're, we're a group that says, what can we do? And I, I just think like, that's who we are, you know, yes. and mm-hmm. not just grace yeah. life. I'm talking about the body of Christ. Oh, the body of Christ. Right. right. Yes. That's, that's who we are. Yeah. You know, because we've been made new, um, we have this heart for others. You know, we yeah. have this heart that can sympathize and empathize. We have this heart and we still have a mind though, you know, um, scripture talks about we have the mind of Christ. And I love that there's a distinction between, between emotions and thoughts and beliefs, you know, and sometimes our, our, our emotions can really feel like this gravity, like this just weighing on us. Yeah. But the truth is that we can like rise above it with our faith. We can rise above it with what we, cho- what we choose to believe. And we can believe that, hey, we are the church because God's in us and that's enough for us. And we can yes. look to others. We can yeah. serve others in this time. We cannot, you know what I mean? We can, we can, be, we can be focused on what's going on. What do people need? How, how can I help? You know, God, what's my role in this? Yeah, sometimes the best thing to do when you're feeling fearful and anxious is to just help somebody else. Right. You know, and, you, and help could just mean like just calling somebody, yeah, asking how they're texting, doing. You know, I you think know. that how many times do I think when I'm struggling, I'm just picking up the phone and just to hear someone's voice to remind me because yeah. how often do I forget, you know, the goodness of God and, and the faithfulness of God. And just the reminder and just the comfort mm-hmm. of, of another brother or sister's voice is just enough at times, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that a lot of times when God manifests himself through an angel, the angel of the Lord or whatever in the scriptures, his first phrase is fear not, mm. right? <laughs> I mean, God is not the author of fear. So while we're free to feel it as humans, um, to, to live according to it, to act according to it, 
um, is the wrong motivation, right? right. It, it's it's perfect love. The, the first John, fear. yeah, you were quoting perfect love casts out fear. Well, we understand that God has a much greater motivator than fear. Than fear right. So the so the the body of believers that might be thinking, okay, so you know, I, I know there's people that that are out there that think, well, God's doing something here in order to do this and this and this. And and the reality is God's motivation is through love. Mm-hmm. God has a greater motivator and it's love. His right. love compels us, Second Corinthians says. You know, when you look at Adam and Eve all the way back to the beginning, um, the the fear when they hid in the bushes was that they were alone, that they were they were exposed and and God wasn't who he said he was. And mm-hmm. and all of that was a a, a lie. Mm-hmm. And and so um I just think in in times like this, but really really in any time, yeah. right? It's 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 a reminder. God God is faithful mm-hmm. and he is good. And um and that's why we do things like this. And it's why we're doing church in the living room, right? right? We we want people to know while you're in your living room or while we're in our living room, we can still encourage one another. We're still the body of Christ. Yeah. We're still God has not caught off guard. Jesus said, look, in this world, you're going to have some trouble. He didn't lie to us. I think it's in Peter somewhere. It says, when this ordeal comes on you, don't think of it as some strange thing, Mm -hmm. right? Don't don't be caught. God doesn't lie to us. He Mm -hmm. doesn't give us a false promise of a perfect set of circumstances. He gives us the real promise of his life in any circumstance. And that's our anchor, right? And so we're we're confronted with that today, and we we get actually to to encourage others and say, "Hey, you have what it takes." You know, you, you said five years ago maybe we weren't equipped to be sure. able to yeah, that's what I'm saying. To get into other people's living rooms. Work has been yeah. done. I mean, to just yeah. what we did in the past God two days has equipped yeah. us right. for yeah. such a time as this, and um, and He's good. He's yeah, good. you're talking about fear. Um, I mean, just. God doesn't motivate us using fear. And how often do we get that confused? I mean, yeah. I think that's, and if you don't have God, then that's what motivates you. If you don't yeah. have a relationship, fear motivates you to work, to do things, you know, because you're afraid and you want to kind of protect, you know, kind of yeah. we talk about self-protection, but there's no intimacy in fear. Right. You know, when you're motivated mm-hmm. by fear, there's no intimacy with anybody. You can't really trust mm-hmm. anybody. And so you end up burning out and getting tired and yeah. exhausted and frustrated. But with God, it's a different motivation and it's more powerful. And we know that because the resurrection, yeah. the resurrection is more powerful, defeated death. Amen. You know, so that's if yeah. every if if the number one fear we have is dying, then then God took care of that in love, and He handed us the gift of life. Yeah, you know? yeah. We and we've said it before on the podcast, Psalm thirty four, where it says, "Taste and see that the Lord is good, and blessed is he who takes refuge in Him." Yeah. And when we talked about it before, we said, "Isn't it strange that it says that." Taste and see that the Lord is good, and you can take refuge in Him. And it doesn't say that you'll never have to take refuge. Mm. You know, it. it he is That's a place point. of refuge. Yeah. He is. He is the rock. He is like Tracy was saying. Tracy Levinson. She was saying. You know, you find your rock, and when you hit rock bottom, then that rock is Jesus. <laughs> and it's the foundation. It's actually. the foundation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and that's so powerful. I think just that psalm. I mean, just to say that that. Uh, that we can take refuge and it doesn't say that we'll never have to, you know, life is not easy. Life's going to throw you curveballs. We're going to be, we may be in the situation again, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but the love of the, of the love of the people of God is always more powerful in these situations. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. you feel it, you know, yeah. you feel it here with the work that's been done to get this done and, and you feel it outside. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I like the different metaphors too. You know, rock, mm-hmm. strength, Fortress, 
wonderful. Uh, we looked at the word last week in Nehemiah that meant safe harbor. Mm. Um, probably my favorite is Psalm 91 because there he talks about like a hen with the wings protecting her. The young. brood, yeah. And so I find the reason that's my favorite is though rock and fortress are true and we need that strength in times of trouble, the wings and the gathering under the wings speaks comfort to me. Mm. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, when a little kid gets hurt and they, where's my mama, mm. right. you know, and that's glorious that God reveals himself, mm. not mm. just as this strong father, but as a very compassionate mama in a very real yeah. way. Yeah. And Psalm 18 says he's the horn of our salvation. And to me, that's my favorite because I feel like in times of trouble, I have someone to call upon, just like you're saying, mama or, or daddy, I can call on my God to comfort me and to be everything that I need in that moment. Mm -hmm. The yeah. horn of my salvation. I love what y'all, a fortress can protect you, but it can't relate to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A rock can, can, can lift you up, but it can't, it can't relate to you. I, First Peter five, seven, it I says, I feel like we're just throwing verse after verse. I know, I know. It's good though. I love, I love it. It says, and I know the, oh, no, the he's trying kids to find ministry it, they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, right, First quick. Peter five, seven, it says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I love the way the way Peter explains that, and and the fact that it's coming from Peter, and you know his story, mm -hmm. right? The fact that he, we know that God, you can cast all your burdens on Him because He's powerful and strong and and able to handle it. But that's not how the verse concludes. It says, "Do this because He cares for you." Mm -hmm. It's 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 what you were talking about. It's this relational idea, right? Um, and if 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 we as the people of God, but not just the people of God, if, if the world at large would know that God cares for them, mm. that God God loves them. Yeah. Um, this this is the wooing factor. This is the motivating factor of of responding to that. Um, we want to be loved. We were designed for it. And God cares for us. So we can cast everything onto him. Yes, he's big and able to handle it. That's great. We, we need that. We need his strength. Sure. But his heart, mm -hmm. that he cares for you in the in the in the major things of life and in the small things that we would think that God doesn't even want to be bothered with. Right. God is intimately concerned with everything. It's so interesting that God cares because how I mean, as people, we care about a lot of things. Yeah. We just we just that's just kind of who we are. You know, we just care about every little detail in our lives. And and if we think that God doesn't, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? If He created us, in that. We care because he cares. We yeah. love because he, you know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm there for the big stuff. I feel left out of it. Right. <laughs> right? I'm, right. I feel like the little stuff at times. But, but I mean, Frank, you've taught this for years. He's, he's concerned with, with every detail. You know, I know the number of hairs on your head. Mm -hmm. I mean, God's, God's into it's the it's, little things. Yeah. It's intimate. So, so, one of his greatest attributes is not just how big he is but how intimate he becomes mm -hmm. in terms of his relationship with us. Right. I couldn't help but think while you were talking, Tim, too, when you said the world at large needs to find God that he is good, there's no greater passage than the prodigal, mm. you know, because a lot of people are thinking out there, God would never take me not after what I've done. Right. And that prodigal hits such a state of desperation that he's almost forced to go home. I've got to run to God because I've got nothing left. Yeah. But when he does, he finds God to be better 
gooder, to use bad gooder. English, <laughs> sure, sure. than he thought he was. And, and that is such an incredible thing. No matter how good you think God is, you don't yeah. have a clue He's of how good he is. He's gooder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It should have been in the Bible. Someone's going to hashtag that, Frank, and now... Well, it kind of is in Hebrews. Be, I mean, it's <laughs> Jesus is better than this. Jesus is better than that. That's a great yeah. word. He's always better. He's and always even better. in that story, Frank, there's the son, when he comes back, he has this prepared speech. Oh, yeah. As if, like, let me try to earn it back. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me prepare it mm -hmm. um, so that I can have justification for getting it back. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, the father didn't even hear it. He has mm. he, he yeah. didn't even just a big to him. Hug. He just throws mm. it away and you know, mm. he says, Come yeah. come here. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. all he cares about. And how often do when we when we relate to God, do we think when we mess up or we're afraid mm -hmm. or we're feeling anxious and we may act out of that mm -hmm. that we're thinking, Oh man, I, I gotta I gotta find a way to get right with God. Yeah. Gotta, mm -hmm. Let me let me do something or pray this you know, mm -hmm. we, whatever it is for us in our own unique mm -hmm. situations. I mean God's just like God just thinking, I'm I'm here. I've been here. I've, I'm here the whole time. Right. And I, and I never even saw that. You know what I, I mean? I heard somebody this week, just the right heart trying to encourage people. But the the, the comment was, um, we need to get right with God in order for Him to hear our prayers. He, he you know, this First John, let's let's get forgiven, and then then James, the prayer of the righteous is effective, and and couple those together to say, let's get right with God so He can hear our prayers. And I, I want to. I wanted to shout <laughs> from the mountaintop, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. wait a minute, in Jesus Christ, you have been made right with God. Mm, right. That's what it's saying. And your prayers mm. are effective because you are righteous. So let's just celebrate. Be, yeah, let's celebrate mm -hmm. it. Let's mm -hmm. enjoy it. Let, we are. We have been placed into relationship with mm -hmm. him. Right. And um, and that's really our security. Right. 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 Uh, and, and, and all of that we're, you know, that we're talking about, um, knowing that we're not alone. Mm -hmm. is a huge deal. It's Philippians 4. My God shall supply all your needs. Mm -hmm. Well, if your need is to be made right, he will do that. <laughs> not That's you. really good. Not yeah. you. Yeah. That's wow. really good. Yeah. And then applying it to what you said, Jay, the prodigal, I had the preachy thing pop off in my brain. I can't help. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> uh, but he came home, that prodigal came home, and he got protection. Yeah. The father covered him with his robe, put some shoes on. Mm. Nobody's going to know where you've been, son. Mm. But then he took the family credit card and said, here, mm -hmm. you spent some of the family fortune. The rest is yours, too. Mm -hmm. So it was protection and provision. Mm -hmm. And so I kept hearing this. That's so good. My God will supply yes. all your needs. That's so good. Mm -hmm. I, wow. I have That's another so favorite part in that story. Mm -hmm. um, when, when he's at, he's wasted everything, the prodigal, mm -hmm. there's a little phrase in there. He remembers that his, his father has hired men that he treats better than he's getting treated right now. And he's, it says he comes to his senses. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's just the, the common sense mm -hmm. of faith, mm -hmm. right? Hey, wait a minute. If I believe who God says he is and I believe what he's really about, then isn't it just common sense? Isn't faith just the common, common practical sense? sense that's the right. sound mm -hmm. judgment it's so of rational. trusting him right. rather mm -hmm. than anything else. And and it's it's you know, sometimes we make faith this ethereal super for the super spiritual, and really it's the practical for the super honest. It's the most simple <laughs> thing. I mean, that's what Jesus talks about. In, in order to come to the kingdom of God, you gotta be like a child. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. It's, yeah, sorry. That's so the simple. other half of coming to your senses. It's I can't pull this off. Right. You know, it's a refutation of that lie. You went back to the garden earlier. I shall be as God. Mm -hmm. I'll be strong. I'll make it through this. I've got the resources. Yeah. And coming to your senses says, 
I'm not up to the demand right. of this. I need just somebody a realization. bigger. Right. And somebody bigger loves me and wants to take care mm, of me in right. this process. So it's it's huge. And and in that union, <laughs> in that union, look at look at some of what we're told. Mm-hmm. It because because you could almost which side of this do you he says, and in this union, while I don't I don't have what it takes, I'm not up mm-hmm. to the demand, but but then I've been joined to him. And now I do I can do all things <laughs> through Christ who strengthens me, right? right. Strengthens me. So in my weakness, he is strong. So so to the body of Christ out there, to be reminded while you are feeling maybe completely mm-hmm. helpless and mm-hmm. completely weak, the reality is in Christ, he is your strength. And we we have what it takes mm-hmm. to, to not only get through this. I, I love what you said earlier, just, you know, like it could happen again. You know what that implies? We yeah. got through this one. Yeah. Exactly. And I go, so so we just look at life as it comes. Mm-hmm. We trust our good God while it's coming. Mm-hmm. And we know that he is faithful and he is enough. And it's really good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I think really at this news. point, at this point, there's no there's nothing for the church to say but to worship the Lord and talk about his victory. Mm-hmm. Even though it's it's a and I don't want to belittle anybody's situation mm-hmm. in any kind of way. Um, there's definitely some grief out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at this point in this process of this coronavirus outbreak, there's nothing for us to do but to just rejoice. And faith. And you know? have faith. And have faith. Yeah. That, Trust them. That, Trust right. Them. There's, there's victory. And it's not rejoicing in the situation. It's rejoicing in the right, Lord. Right, right, right. That's what right. I'm saying. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah, it is. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I hope people are encouraged by the truth that sets us free, by this mm-hmm. gospel, the good news, mm-hmm. even in tough circumstances. And in, in fact, if it's if it's less good news just because the circumstances are bad, it wasn't good news in enough. The first place, right. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so let's so good news enough, gooder. We've gooder. got lots of <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. Next week we need to write this stuff down. Grammar. We're gonna have an <laughs> We're going to have church in the living room grammar lesson yeah. led by Pastor Frank. That's awesome. Well, uh, well Frank, Frank, would, would you pray us? Yeah. Pray can, for us. And Can I add one final thought? Would that be okay, lead Pastor Tim? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Jesse's our host. <laughs> Do I have permission? When you study church history, the church's light has always shined the brightest in darkness. Mm. You know, years ago, we went on a cross-country trip, and we went to Carlsbad Caverns, and we descended into the depths of the earth, and they have lights. And, you know, if you strike a match in this room, it's hardly visible. But they turned out all the lights, and the tour host struck a match. It was unbelievable how one little tiny match lit up total darkness. Mm -hmm. And so this is our opportunity as a church to shine like we will maybe never get a chance to shine again in our lifetime mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. to lay hold of God right, and let the courage of Christ overcome our feeling of fear and that the light and the love of Christ would flow through our lives. Mm-hmm. Great opportunity. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, thank you for who you are to us. Um, thank you that you are not just Lord and Savior, someone we will meet in heaven, but that you reveal yourself in your word as our life. That you say in your word, you didn't just save us by your death, that you are saving us right now by your life. Mm -hmm. And what these three men have talked about today, 
that we can exchange our weakness for your strength, our anxiety for your peace, and our sorrow for your joy. Amen. And that heaven can actually be experienced right now because heaven supremely is a person Mm -hmm. that wants to be in relationship with us. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, we trust you to be all that you are to whatever we need as we journey in this world, especially during this dark time. Mm -hmm. We pray that others will see you in our lives as we experience you intimately. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that we don't have to go through this world alone. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 All right, that does it for the first edition of Conversations in Grace Live. We hope you enjoyed it. Again, we'll be back again this coming Friday with another standard edition of Conversations in Grace. And we'll be back here in the living room Sunday, 1015, live streaming for you. So we hope you'll join us for worship and teaching then. Thanks for listening. Stay safe.